0: I am ready Let do this. On. Hello and welcome back to Sex and Violence, your weekly punk rock movie podcast, where we watch movies that have uh, boobs, blood, yes. dicks, decapitations, mm-hmm. sometimes serial killers. I know a man named Dick Decapitation. Yeah, it's a it's a great little podcast we've been doing for quite a while. We are on episode, eh, who knows, twenty one. Twenty one. You
1: can now you drink. can drink now. Yeah, yeah buddy. I'm
0: going to celebrate by having some stout. Mm. Mm, I'm going to watch you drink mm. that stout. Delicious. Thank you, Left Hand Brewing Company, for Nitro Milk Stout.
1: Oh, I'm big fan Not of that Not the sponsor one. of the show. Not yet. Not yet. Good old Left Hand. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Love that Milk Stout. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm your host, Ryan Snyder. By the way, I'm here with my co-host, as always.
1: I'm Gabriel Mara. Hello, everyone. I don't know you're drinking it from the bottle. Yeah, it's all right from the bottle. I mean, is it the whole point of the Nitro? You're supposed to dunk it.
0: Fine, Gabriel. I'll get a glass. Just saying. I'm gonna get my Nightwing glass then. Just
1: saying, Ryan. Because Nightwing. If to you're gonna go all the way, I might as well go all the way. All right. I mean, if you're gonna kill one John, you might as well kill all the Johns. Just saying. Oh Jesus!
0: Already with killing
1: of the Johns. Killing of the Johns. So Ryan, how are you? How's he living? Oh, listen to that pour. Glug glug glug. There we go. Look at that foamy body build up. Mm. Good good stuff. Milked up. Yeah, you were probably right on that. Mhm. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, we're never not working. This is true. So, Ryan, um, how are you? What's new? How's life? I'm good, man. We're alone at last. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Like, honestly, I forgot to take out headphones, because it's been a minute since it's just been you and me.
0: Yeah. We did long kiss. Long kiss, but, like, that was just that brief intermission Mm -hmm. in the blacklist, so we're we're back to format. Yeah, back to you and me and the cat. So this is the first episode of the new format of what we're doing. We kind of talked about it uh, the last couple weeks. So the way we're going to do this now, instead of, like back and forth picks is we're actually going to
1: have, back and have forth kind picks. of
0: parameters on us so that mm-hmm. we'll have a little bit easier time picking things. So the way it's going to go is we're going to do a sex pick, we're going to do a violence pick, then we're going to do something with a little bit more of like a punky
2: punk yes. rock vibe to mm-hmm. it.
0: So starting off, the sex pick, which is what I did uh, this week.
1: Ryan's sex picks. Yeah,
0: I'm the uh, I'm the first one up on this with, uh, with sex, so I wanted to pick something... Sexy, fun, but also maybe a little violent. So yeah, it kind of dips into both.
1: When you suggested this one for your sex peg, my eyebrows raised. I'm like, hmm, okay. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's yeah. So we watched uh 2003's Monster directed Monster. by uh, Patty Jenkins,
1: superstar director Patty Jenkins. Now superstar. Yes.
0: Um, uh, starring Charlize Theron.
1: Theron. Theron. I looked it up while we. I, I cannot pronounce anybody's you know, name. I knew it was Theron for years, and then fucking Daniel, as always, comes in and is like, it's Theron. I'm like, fucking are you Daniel. sure? I could have sworn fucking it's Danny. Theron. Fucking Daniel. Oh, for, don't forget, this is a Top Gown Radio production. Fuck you, Danny. Fuck
0: you. I feel I like, like that guy. should be the t-shirt. Fuck you, Danny?
1: This should be Top Gown Radio. Fuck you, Danny. I would wear that with pride. I think it would be great. I think he'd love Let's it. Let's make those. Mm-hmm. Those episodes <laughs> flow really well with Daniel. Yeah, I've I've been listening to
0: some of your stuff on Slow Readers, mm-hmm. which uh, everyone who's listening to this go check that out. You get to listen to Gabriel scream at Daniel for various things. It's yeah. actually really funny.
1: No, uh, we have, Daniel and I have a very odd rapport. That yeah, you know, it just it just comes naturally.
0: Yeah, I was listening to the episode you guys did with T.J. Heimsoth, brother yes. of uh, our guest on here, Mayor, Mayor of, Bethlen, of Town uh, Neil Heimsoth. Really good. Yeah, I'm glad. It's, He's I, fun. So. I I wanted to like talk to him about. Uh, dark Terror now because he's at the same point I am. Just uh, that's started. awesome. So
1: yeah. I think we should bring in TJ for this show as well. He yeah. was a great guest. He was yeah. just you of know, those Heimsoths, natural talkers.
0: I said I wanted to get an episode where we do double H Heimsoth, mm-hmm. just like you know, the Vega Brothers kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it would what be a good one, one for them. What's what's a good movie about brothers that's really good and violent? Boondocks Saints. Boondocks? No. <laughs> Actually, that would work though. It would, and I I feel like I would be in the I would be like. That episode would bring out the worst in me, that I'd really just be like, guys... I might just... Do, <sighs> why don't we
0: just toss it to them? Like, mm-hmm. you decide something, we'll give you clearance on it.
1: Yes. I like that. Oh, whenever we have guests, we're gonna not do the format exactly. I'll have them, like, duck in. Like, mm-hmm. uh, the sex, violence, then bomb punk, and rock picks are just for me and Ryan. Yeah. Unless they want to do it, in which case that'd be interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, that would kind of fuck up the narrative flow.
1: Yeah. But just just whatever. like like jazz. Yeah. Like white jazz.
0: White Jazz. Mm-hmm.
1: Ryan, tell me all about this movie that we watched.
0: So this it was movie, your pick. Yeah, it was my pick. I'd never seen it. Uh, I talked about a couple episodes uh, episodes ago that I was watching uh, serial killer documentaries, and I watched the one on Eileen Warnos. So I, for a couple of weeks now, I've been wanting to watch this, and I couldn't get my wife to agree.
2: <laughs> Michelle Monaghan did not
0: want to watch this with me.
1: So you got so, your show wife. Yeah.
0: So I got my Who's show wife me? to do it with me. And I was like, you know what? This is probably going to be interesting. Uh, we'll go ahead and watch this like serial killer hooker. Like Anytime there's a hooker, it, it counts as sex.
1: Totally. There are sex acts in this movie. Yeah. And uh, it kind of
0: tries to humanize her. Yeah. I guess.
1: So uh, you know what that makes me my first real question about this movie. Oh, um, we basically told the premise. It's about serial killer Eileen Warnos and how she was caught. Basically. Yeah,
0: I, I think it's more like it almost plays as like a romantic, like, serial killer movie. If that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Oh, totally. Like it's a, a really for the first half hour or so. It's a love story. It's a love story, and
1: it's um. About a grody ass woman and an adorable little lesbian. Yeah, adorable little lesbian. From a very Christian household, mm-hmm. and yeah. very Christina household. Yeah, it's
0: it plays like that until you get to that first like John who like beats and like rapes her. Yep. And then she just goes ham and just shoots him. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. deservedly so. Yeah, deservedly so. At that point, you're like, "Go, Eileen! Yeah, yeah champion
1: of the women." You know that. That brings my question to you then. Why do you think this movie's called Monster?
0: I, you know what? I was going to ask you that same yeah. question because that's a weird title.
1: I was wrestling with that for the last half of the movie. I'm like, what an interesting title for this movie. Because this movie, the last thing it does is judge Eileen Warnos. This is, um, let me get this right out of the way. Charlize Theron, this is one of the best film performances I've ever seen in my life, period.
0: She, We talked about it She disappears into it. And your yeah. line was disappearing like Heath Ledger
1: in Joker yeah like yeah. That, like those are two performances where you forget who the actor is yeah. and while makeup does play a part it's just a fucking great performance it's unreal
0: yeah from watching the documentary to watching the movie she it's is Eileen Wornell?
1: She does that angle thing that Patty Jenkins and her do together, where she'll kind of tilt her head back a little bit and her eyes just flare wildly, and you see like her like That's the whites of her eyes. Really watch again. the
0: documentary. Like she gets all the verbal ticks down from the way she like moves her body and
1: everything. Like it's oh, really shit, bizarre. Man. Like I got
0: chills watching her this performance. She was on amazing. Everything. Yeah, yeah, and it's she's amazing. Yeah, she's really, really good.
1: Uh, apparently, it was a slim Pickens against the, who's facing off against her that year in Oscars, yeah. but she would have won that. Any year, Shit, two, weeks in a wo-
0: uh, two weeks in a row. Two with, uh, weeks in uh,
1: a row. Two weeks in a Sorry, I haven't <laughs> drank
0: enough of that stout to be doing this yet. Get down yeah. on it. Goodness. Um, yeah, two weeks in a row we're watching Academy Award winning movies.
1: Yeah. Hmm. We gotta get grody here. Yeah, we gotta get grody I think I'll win. definitely pick a much grody. Like, I was gonna do Nocturnal Animals for my next pick, since it also ties into Tony and Susan, which we're mm-hmm. we doing for uh, slow readers. But maybe I'll pick something really, really bad and violent and hammy. Okay. I'm, I'm done with anything. Like Samurai Cop. Samurai Cop. Samurai, not Peas Poppin' Samurai Cop. Damn it, did it anyway. There it is. Yep. You so you really like this? Well out. This movie is amazing. It's It took me a long time to get into it. I've been, I mean, not like watching it, but I mean, I haven't seen This is the first time I've seen it. Me too. I remember in 2003, sitting there... I hadn't watched. It like, was one of the first years I did, hadn't really watched the Oscars, and I remember wanting Bill Murray to win for *Lost in Translation*, mm-hmm. and when Sean Penn won for *Mystic River*, I wrote on my Zanga like, "Oh damn it, fine, I guess Sean Penn."
0: You were even a snob back then.
1: Oh fuck yeah! I've never not been a snob, Ryan. I've just learned to be very mellow and cool about it. He was really good in that, though. He is really good in it. No, he absolutely deserved it. I almost but watched
0: that last night. *Mystic River*. Yeah, that's such a I was, good like, fucking movie. Going through movies and like asking uh, my wife what she wanted to watch, I was like, "How about Mystic River?" She's like, "How about something uplifting?" And I was like, nah, <laughs> that, not, that, not, "It's not. kind of, nah, I guess not." No,
1: yeah. Tim Robbins it is a grody movie. That's a great movie, deeply, but it's awesome. deeply upsetting.
0: Yeah, I like it a lot though.
1: That's a great movie. It's incredible. Yeah, oh, so good. But so, Monster. It, this is it's such a great performance, and it portrays her so sympathetically and of the way it's shot even it looks like it's almost doc style but very very you're very present in a moment Mm -hmm. but i'm like this isn't uh, i want to unravel this puzzle of why did she call it monster because it's not yeah because you can you can almost
0: understand
1: i was waiting for a terrible titular line
0: i guess not like almost you too you totally do understand like why she did the things she did because of Mm -hmm. her upbringing yeah sexual abuse throughout her whole childhood And then, you know, being raped in the beginning of this movie, you're like, all right, so you want to kill men that you perceive as being bad, but then she fucks up and just starts killing dudes because, you know...
1: I remember, like, you and I had, like, like a visible reaction to that scene before she kills the second John, Mm -hmm. and, like, you think she's maybe just going to go and do it, but then, like, the sound blows up around her before she shoots him, and you and I are both like, shit, wow. Good job, Patty.
0: Yeah. Nice sound mix. That's incredible. Bring it up
1: kill the John. Yeah.
0: And then the third guy, she, you think she's going to kill and then he's like, oh, you're just a poor fat virgin. And she gives him a handy. Yeah. And he gets him going his way. What a
1: great human moment. Yeah, she's got a little bit of a gold heart. Yeah, no, I think that's hook, what's hook so Hook of a hat of gold. Hook of a hat of gold. Shit, man. Uh, it's it's such a nuanced film about this person. And it doesn't make a monster out of her. It's absolutely not what she does. It makes her very understood. Is it... Like, like, Patty, give me your secrets. I want to know.
0: Yeah, it's... Uh, the, I think it's Patty and Charlize that really are the superstars with this. Oh hell yeah! Uh, Christina Ricci, like, okay. You know, you know um, she, I want. She's playing that like role that she's supposed to. It's but she doesn't really have too much to do other than react to things.
1: I want to read this quote from the review that sure. uh, that um, Charl that not Charlize Theron, that Roger Ebert says about Monster about because uh, he said it's one of like the top three best films of the, like the decade. Which really? I can, no, dude, I totally agree. This movie is unbelievable. It's. Like, I'm very, very, very impressed by this movie.
0: 2000-2009 doesn't have, like... Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying maybe 2000-2005 to 2005 didn't really have great movies in it.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of fluff. 2007, things are kicking back in gear. Yeah. But here, so, Ebert said that it was the best film of the year. And well, here's what he says about part, Charlize Theron. What Charlize Theron achieves in Patty Jenkinson's boster, Monster... God, I got up on the S apostrophe. Mm. Jenkins' monster isn't the performance, but an embodiment. It is one of the greatest performances in the history of cinema. Agreed. But here's what he says about uh, Christina Ricci, because people were kind of, they, they kind of agreed it the way you said. It's, it's, yeah. it's fine. But he praised her performance, stating Christina Ricci finds the right note for Selby Wall. So correct. Some critics have mistaken it for bad acting, when in fact it is sublime acting in its portrayal of a bad actor. She plays Selby's clueless, dim, in over her head, picking up cues from moment to moment, cobbling her behavior out of notions borrowed from bad movies, old songs, and barroom romances. Hmm. That I love the character of Selby in this is they, what they every performance really incredible. Like you buy this person. You're like, you poor dummy. You buy the whole world. Yeah. You can't blame anyone for their actions in this movie, even when they're doing fucking horrible things like yeah. straight up goddamn murder. Yeah. Of oh, the poor the cop and his wife in the wheelchair. It's like I
0: know. <laughs> but she's like admonishing why don't you just have sex with your wife. Well, it's like
1: I, I really can't. I can't dude. And I don't know. She has no she has no gag reflex. Oh dude. Well What? but well, she might have one. My bad. Yeah. That that's was, that's some Daniel That humor was for the you. first
0: one where I was like Eileen.
1: Hmm. Lee. Why
0: are you doing this? Mm-hmm. I like that she goes by the name Lee in this. Yeah, that surprised me. I Wonder if she goes by that in real life. That didn't really come up in the in the documentary. I wonder.
1: Huh. I I just I, I I don't want to keep on gushing about the performances because it that's this movie is really really impressive. Yeah,
0: sex and violence approved. Yeah. Stamp of approval. Put Double it the DVD box. Double thumbs up. Yeah.
1: Two erect penises and nibbles up.
0: Yeah. Two, two six shooters
1: two wet butts oh. two six shooters up I like that better than yeah. wet
0: butts why, so why, why did you pick this
1: for sex and violence
0: I, I just wanted to watch it, really. <laughs> and it, it fit in the that's what I hat. thought yeah that's mm-hmm. pretty much why I just it was an excuse to watch this finally because mm-hmm. it wasn't a movie that I wanted to like sit up at like midnight and watch
1: yeah like, uh, honestly this movie is a bit draining. Yeah, it's very very emotional and very smart. It's very emotionally intelligent, and it's it's the kind of movie sweet. where you
0: need to watch it with somebody to kind of do what we're doing now, di- mm-hmm. di- uh, discuss and dissect it afterwards.
1: Like or like, go to the theater to see it, where you can't mm-hmm. escape when you're, you have to be in a vacuum to enjoy yeah, it. Absolutely, someone has to be holding your hand. Yeah, very tightly. Yeah, hold on loosely. Hold on loosely. But um, do you, how do you think it fits into the format well, of kind the of show? Up. It's what? my
0: thirty eighth special.
1: Oh, wow, hey. nice. That how do you think this feels This this fills in the feeling of this show. Cause it's 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 not. Like I, I would I could handily make an argument for the punk rockness of it in its own interesting way. But what what are your feelings on it?
0: I don't. I wouldn't make an argument for punk rock. I'm surprised to hear you say that.
1: Um. Let's see. I read this nice quote from Joey Ramone of something like punk rockness is just about sticking to your guns and forging your own path in spite of everyone.
0: I agree with that, that statement but I've always seen like punk rock as an attitude and a certain mm-hmm. aesthetic interesting and that didn't really feel like uh, like an aesthetic punk rock thing to me which uh, there's another movie that just came out which we'll get to in the second uh, half mm-hmm. of the show that does feel punk rock I can see that it's, maybe it's a little on the nose more but new like, wave yeah but huh, I don't know like multicolored hair and mohawks true and neon lights like you know Grungy bathrooms, mm-hmm. you know. It's it's all the things that bring it together to make a certain. So I think this that that's more the
1: aesthetics like, to it.
0: If anything, this is like heavy metal biker. If I was to describe okay. it as a, a a musical genre, I
1: could see like like people who who are like like punk rock zine people, the people yeah. who are like are committed like like like. What's his name? Raver Lane, and like I bet uh, Richard Hell loves this movie. Mm-hmm. That this movie is pure authenticity. It's so straightforward, you up. It doesn't lie to you. It's it, a lot of long takes of beautiful performances of drawn out, like fueled emotions about the ugly mm-hmm. side of life, without being sentimental, but also being compassionate. That that's fucking cool.
0: Yeah, I I feel as though it's um, almost timeless.
1: I've had this discussion
0: numerous times about like music can date you but there's certain songs that are just so in the zeitgeist of our culture. So when they use a uh, journey in the be- uh, beginning of the movie, you're like, okay, everyone does that, but like not everyone does it in a way that's effective. Here yeah, it was effective. Totally true. But to I can't really place like any kind of like timeline, o- timeline on it. Um, aside from like a few things, like they go to a roller rink and just, who goes to fucking roller rinks anymore? Uh, um, you
1: and me soon, bro.
0: Yeah. We're going to go check out the two that are in the area. <laughs> yeah.
1: Why do we have two?
0: I don't, because the one is in Allentown and the other one is like 40 minutes away from Allentown.
1: I also have a laser tag place, which I find very interesting.
0: Yeah. I think there's, there might be two of those. There's there. two? I know there's the one, I know there's Planet Trog. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think there's another one. Oh,
1: there's an airsoft place. Is it really? Yeah. Huh. Oh, probably, uh...
0: King of Prussia, indoor skydiving.
1: What? Oh, you know what? Um, Soon to be guest in the Slow Readers, I believe, did that. Really? Yep, the indoor skydiving thing. Huh. Like the wind tunnel?
0: I would never go skydiving because I'm deathly afraid of heights.
1: Oh, that's right. You are scared of heights.
0: Yeah, like really, very badly.
1: Hmm. I, did not, I, make, I never assumed it was that bad. Oh, yeah, like I would love to go skydiving because if my parachute didn't go off, I'd die. Not my fault.
0: Woo! Very nice.
1: Yes. I just don't want it to be my fault, you know? it would be annoying. That's why I don't want to die in a car accident. That'd be stupid. That'd be a dumb death. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing. Probably like, like, you know, there's my mangled body in a wreck. Carly Ray Jepsen playing on the, st- like on the stereo.
0: I think you're describing your own death. Yeah. You and your Carly Ray.
1: I love Carly Ray, dude. Yeah, you do. Oh, speaking centuries. of music,
0: I like the thing you put up today about old 97s.
1: Yeah, AV Club Undercover? Yeah. You know, they have Gore doing Kansas?
0: Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. I, w- I watched a whole bunch of that series before, and I remember seeing that, and I was like, oh my T-Rex. god. T-Rex. This is before uh, their lead singer died, too.
1: Yeah. Um, T-Rex favorite favorite of Fallen God Edgar Wright oh interesting
0: (laughs) Fallen God I'm so sorry
1: I don't know what to do with myself anymore do you
0: have anything else you're looking forward to like as much as that this year or no no
1: I don't think so um everything else is just kind of like oh that's gonna come out I'm for that see um Ragnarok I'm looking forward to that I guess um no, there wasn't anything else I looked forward to as much. Oh, I feel like I was waiting for like a visit from my girlfriend from years of having not seen yeah. her, and then she shows up, and then immediately she has to go to sleep, and she's on her period, and she doesn't want to talk to me. Oh. And I'm like.
0: I thought it was more like she shows up, and she's like, "This is my new boyfriend."
1: Oh no! Like, honestly. Oh, what the fuck? I'd be for that because that's super dramatic, and I love the high stakes of that situation. Okay. Versus, oh, I've waited this long, and you just aren't happy to see me. You just mm. don't want to be here. And that makes... That, the scrapping situation makes my own stomach hurt, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you are so hurt by that. Yeah, no, if Edgar White had made a It hurt at, me, too. If he like, had made a bomb, I would have been like, what? This is craziness. Instead, he just disappointed me.
0: He just was m- very middling.
1: Yeah. That like, I expected yeah. this from someone else, and he just...
0: I feel like I'm trying to console something like a friend whose like dog died.
1: Yeah. It's like It's okay. not that like, I, big a deal. Like, I've
0: met the dog. Like I really like yeah. the dog. I've been over in your house numerous times petting the dog. Yeah. And then uh, and, like dog dies it doesn't really affect me too much but, I can but see someone's much hurting pain, yeah you've been there you know yeah. what it's
1: like and the last thing you want is trivialize someone else's pain yeah. over something you've been through pretty much I mean it's like like killing hookers yeah or killing Johns actually i'm sorry. Johns or the hookers who are killers I meant hookers who are killers hmm. I feel like there's not a lot to talk about this one it's a it's such it's a really great I mean, fucking it's, it's movie it's really good like it's oh you know what would be fun actually. Ryan, tell me about the actual serial killer Eileen Warnos cuz you watched a documentary. What yeah. did the documentary What was it called and what did it have that this did it? I think
0: it's Eileen Warnos Portrait of a Serial Killer. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's called. I just feel like I'm getting it confused with like Henry. Oh yeah. I, I could be wrong That It's the on music. it's on you can find it just type Eileen Warnos into like Amazon
1: streaming services.
0: I don't know if it's streaming anywhere else. It might be on Netflix too. But if you can seek it out, watch it, find it, it's really good. Um, there's some stuff that, like I said, like she looks exactly like her. I mean, exactly as you would expect. A really good, you know, dramatized movie of her to make her look like she's very good. And like I said with Charlize, she picks up all the all the ticks and everything. So when you watch the doc, you're like, oh my god, that oh movie's even god. better now because I just watched this. Um, what else is there? The uh, like I said at the end of the movie, there's the the court part. Mm-hmm. And she does actually make like that outburst, like, "Oh, you're gonna
1: send a woman who was raped to jail to die and on death row." And I she... love how they didn't dramatize that moment; that it was like it was very quick and like believable quick. for mm-hmm. her character
0: up to that yeah. point because she has outbursts over the dumbest shit. Yeah, like, oh, "Excuse me, ma'am, you can't smoke in here. I'm a paying fucking customer. Like, dude, you
1: can't yep. smoke in the we're, fucking We're in restaurant. the service industry. That kind of thing really bothers us. Yeah. It's like, just follow the rules, The dude. same thing
0: when he's like, uh, Al said I can't give you any more beer until like, you yeah the tab. Like, She's yeah. like, you know how long I've been a customer here? I don't give a I don't, fuck, fuck, dude. Fuck
1: you, dude. No, no more beer for you. You
0: can't have any more Jack Daniels and fucking whatever the shitty beer, beer backs, they were
1: drinking. Beer No, what was the beer they were drinking?
0: Just like, the backs. Two backs.
1: Mm. Well, it was like a beer back. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's
1: we'll probably see. shitty. Yeah. She
0: probably drank extra gold in real life.
1: Yeah. Mm. I mm. love shitty beer.
0: Yeah, I used to drink extra gold all the time. That was like my go-to when I was like 19.
1: I just drank um uh, coors and king cobra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I just want what well, was cheap and I could sit on my of king roof. Cobra. King Cobra's malt liquor. Oh. It's fucking gross. But get you drunk. It got you drunk. I just hang out with my buddy on my roof in Brooklyn and we just like crushed through a six pack of it while quote unquote writing. Nice. Yeah, it's good times. Why you like serial killers. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Why?
0: I, I just find it uh, kind of fascinating I'm well I'm married to a fucking psychologist so. you gonna say serial killer so yeah Michelle Monahan's a serial, a serial killer yeah, called, I would never she's guess she's like 18 people I would never guess fucking insane
1: and you're like covering up for her
0: yeah that's what I nice. do I, I just find some of it fa- I know it's a very um deeply hurtful to families of victims that oh, people sure. are like fans but I'm not like the kind of guy who's like writing letters yeah I'm just like watching the dramatized films of
1: them have you read or seen uh Dark Places Gillian Flynn no Oh um, uh, It's about a famous um like multiple homicide, and how the woman who was involved like the youngest daughter who was involved in it gets kind of drawn back into it, mm-hmm. and the adaptation of it stars Shirley Stern. Oh, interesting! It's a good book. Good it's book. it's not I like I don't I didn't love it. It's no Gone Girl, mm-hmm. which I think is fucking brilliant, but it's a uh, it's a good.
0: You no, know what I think I like better with it, I like detective, detective things, mm-hmm. and I like watching detectives figure out. They were caught. Because that's the most interesting interesting thing to me about serial killers. Like, I don't give a fuck about your methods. I want to know how you fucked up and how how you got caught.
1: Yeah, it's always something about how they want to play a game out of it.
0: Yeah, which is uh I just noticed um when I went to the movies the other day that we're now getting a new whole new batch of trailers. Oh, yeah. The ones we've seen for the past two months over and over. Mm -hmm. And there's uh the movie coming out with Magneto, The Snowman.
1: Oh yeah, Joe Nesbo. Yeah, you know who's directing that? Really fucking good. Hmm? You know who's directing that? No. Um, Alfred uh, Thomas Alfredson director of Let the Right One In okay. and Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy I've never seen either of those um, Let the Right One In I personally I think it's a little overrated because everyone's like it's one of the best horror films ever about vampire child falling in love with human child and their connection it's a great 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 great, great movie don't get me wrong I just don't really...
0: It's not as good as everyone says it is?
1: You know, it probably is. It's just not my kind of thing. It's very staid. It's, I, I don't, don't know. really like
0: horror that much. No, I really don't. No. For
1: me, I need more of a connection. It's a very good movie, though, and it has... I feel like my main problem with Let the Right Went In is it builds up... The entire movie is built up to this one shot, which is, to be fair, fucking unbelievably great. It mm-hmm. is one of the best shots in cinema history. I'm oh. not even kidding. Shit. The climax of the movie is this one shot that is so good... Like it makes you want to throw up, Oh. but he also did *Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy*, which you like the nitty gritty of spy stories, <laughs> and it's brilliant. It's about Gary Oldman, Colin Firth, uh, Mark Strong, Tom Hardy, and it's all about how a Danny and I talk about this all the time. But how real spycraft is probably boring and stars and features extremely unassuming people because if you look like James Bond or Shirley Stare and Atomic Blonde, which I was kind of ridiculous unless you're a honeypot. If real spies don't look noticeable, they Do you should. You remember be...
0: the, the line that Garth Ennis has in The Boys? What's that? About that, when he's talking to um, Mallory, when we he, he's talking to Mallory. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to break down for a little bit of comic book talk.
1: Uh, comic book,
0: Zarek? He's talking. What about, are we some kind of punk rock building, podcast? Yeah, a little bit. Um, he's talking about building a like a, a black ops team, like the boys are. Mm-hmm. He said, like you're supposed to be spies. A spy is not a man in a tuxedo drinking a martini. He's the seedy little man sitting in the corner that you wouldn't look twice at. Exactly.
1: So that's. But um, if you get a chance, I think it's on Netflix. Um, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. It's a bit long, but it's such a perfect puzzle box spy movie mm-hmm. about men who are so secretly terrifyingly dangerous, but you would never know by looking at them. Hmm. It's it's brilliant. And Thomas Alfred's doing it, and he's doing the Snowman, which honestly, I'm a little, I'm a little underwhelmed by the trailer for Snowman because I know what I know what Thomas Alfred's capable of, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, maybe it's just kind of be kind of like how I feel about um, Denny Villeneuve trailers, mm-hmm. that they're underwhelming, but when you sit down in the theater, you're fucking thrown left and right and upside down from how great it is.
0: I, he's one of those guys. After I saw Prisoners, his name alone was enough for me. To I still York. have
1: your copy. That I gotta watch it.
0: Yeah, it's great. It's. Better than, I think it's his best work that I've seen.
1: But Ryan, I just got Wicked City on VHS. I'm sorry. Which is basically, apparently, what people tell me, it's an anime Blade Runner. Oh. But not like not like, like tech Ghost in the Shell Blade Runner, but more like CD cop, gross situations, gratuitous violence. Do you see Ghost in the Shells coming out on DVD now? Um, Saw
0: yeah. the commercial and I had to mention you
1: Yeah. about
0: that. Yeah. My teeth. She was asking why you hate it so much, and I was like, ah, oh, you should just listen to this. He goes mm. on a pretty big rant. Yeah. It's pretty good.
1: Yep. I'll do it in person. I'll do it live. Yeah, do it live. You live guys, you show. If want, want to book me to do, um, uh, first to do some live arguing about Ghost in the show you know where to find us.
0: Yeah, uh, she listens to enough of me bitching.
1: But yeah, well, <laughs> let's, let's get somebody else in here. I can dig it. Uh, but you know what? Let's wrap it up on uh, Monster a little bit. Okay. Um, um, my last thoughts on it are, I'm... Surprised that this is often called a serial killer movie, and like even, it, it, she's literally a serial killer, but she's not a killer in the way that we, people like perceive the terms. You don't, know, there's no yeah, like this is, mind this, games. This isn't
0: like one of those, this isn't um, this isn't Zodiac,
1: hmm. Like, this is more like know, Boys Don't Cry.
0: You don't see anything like with um, the investigation into her, mm-hmm. it's just you know, she kills people, she the cops are onto her now, which you don't even get it's like nameless, faceless detectives, yeah, and then she gets caught, and that's it.
1: it's an amazingly compassionate movie about a person who is deeply human and Mm -hmm. clinically insane but very very human and there is there are no words for amazing Charlize Theron is in this movie
0: yeah she's incredible way deserves that uh, that Oscar she should have won
1: for like three years in a row just for this movie yeah
0: 100% she's really great Um, which we will talk about Mm -hmm. in a moment after this commercial
1: message this commercial message yeah
0: okay Danny, take it away.
1: Hi, it's me, Daniel.
2: Hey, everybody. My name is Daniel, and I want to tell you about another Top Gallant Radio show. Do you like movies? Good. I like movies, too. But the show isn't about movies. Do you like books? Good, because in Slow Readers, we discuss books. Gabe, do you like reading? Hate it. I've always hated it. Every episode covers a different book, such as Animal Farm. Um, I was also making ties with another empire. Uh oh. Um, The Sith. Because yep, uh, basically, uh, the Emperor Palpatine was Napoleon (laughs) Blackwater. Oh my God! This this book is so
1: painful. Yeah. I had to put it down repeatedly just to catch my breath.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I know th- I know what that's like. And truly our... You were in
1: a car that landed in black water? <laughs>
2: yeah. I dude, I know. I fucking killed a woman. You fought? Like uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. Um alongside Do you not like reading books? Well, that's also okay because you get to hang out with two pretty cool dudes. Join me, your host Daniel. She's like a pretty intelligent kid. Because like her reaction to that is like, you never read the Giver? You work in a bookstore. And and I and I was like really close to just snapping I just going like, listen, girl, I read a lot <laughs> of other books, okay? <laughs> and my co-host Gabriel Mara, who co-hosts sex and violence. You love that guy, right? On air
1: challenge, slow readers exclusive! Slow readers exclusive. Can game fit Gone girl possess.
2: <laughs> then you get hours and hours and hours of access to us rambling about various topics, such as politics. Gabe, what do you think about Donald Trump launching missiles? Let's hear it. No. But our one (laughs) run-in with the
1: police... I took a breath to start. I'm like,
2: no. (laughs) No, no, not going that way. We're not a political podcast. Nope. Uh, we're just just milk-chugging right-wingers, though. (laughs) Milk-chugging. And books. Into the water. Pledged. Feral to arms. The magicians. Wise blood. Ethan, from. An object of beauty. So go ahead, continue enjoying sex and violence. The hot-ass, top-gallant radio show about movies and punk rock stuff. And then when you're done with that... Go ahead and button your dress shirt up to the neck, to the throat area, and then go ahead and give Slow Readers a spin. Go search iTunes and search up the name Slow Readers. Check us out. Slow Readers comes out every Monday. You can also check us out on Twitter at Top Radio.
1: Welcome back to sex and violence, not just sex, believe it or not, and not just violence, amazingly enough. So, my name's Gabriel again. Who are you, sir, again? I'm Ryan, again. Hi, Ryan. Hello. So, we just finished finished up our monster talk. Yep. Again, amazing. Good times. But, in this week's What Did You See? such what's up with you, bro. Um, Ryan, what did we see?
0: We both saw, independently uh, of each other, uh, Atomic Blonde. Atomic Blonde. What's your full thoughts?
1: On Atomic Blonde, let's see. Um, you know, Aesthetically, it was great. Yeah. Love the action scenes. I thought that was amazing. Uh, and Charlize Theron, amazing as yeah. always. Um, I haven't liked Sophie Batella since Kingsman, so it's good to see her doing something fun. Okay. Um, but that being said, it is definitely inferior to John Wick and even John Wick 2, I would say. Because it's I, hmm? yeah. well, I was telling I was we were telling Neil the other day, like I I told him that Um, the thing that makes John Wick work so well, at least one of them anyway, is that it's so hilariously simple. A retired hitman, his wife dies, and then some goons kill his dog and steal his car, and he wants revenge. That's it. That's That's the whole fucking movie. And it peppers in little bits of insanity and very, very subtle world building. Mm -hmm. Cool. Atomic Blonde wants to do some Tinker Tailor Soldier spy shit by doing some, like, intrigue and plot twists and hidden characters and yeah. double agents. And I'm like, uh, what's, the, what's the director's name?
0: Oh, he's one of the two directors that There's was Chad on Stichowski the first Donald.
1: and something leech?
0: Yeah, something with an L.
1: Uh,
0: but... I read some quote that, like, he was the one who brought the cool mm-hmm. to John Wick.
1: That's the AV Club review of okay. the Blonde,
0: and that's um, that's totally in place here. I think like I was just talking about uh, movies with punk rock aesthetics, mm-hmm. and this movie was extremely aesthetically pleasing to me. Oh, it was beautiful. It was taking place in like 1989 Berlin, mm-hmm. and there's a whole bunch. There's that you know Berlin punk scene, and yep. like it's so cool. The soundtrack is amazing. Almost a Blue Monday. Maybe. I think it's. Um, I told you I think it has better music and music cues than Baby Driver did. It might be the, uh, huh, let's see, are the musical cues better than no? Never mind. Second, the Guardians, no. Yeah, second best of the year. Yeah,
1: it's it's great. Because Guardian all... wins
0: just for the uh, Jay and the American scene. Mm-hmm. That's so good.
1: My favorite still um, uh, the Glen Campbell Southern Nights and Rocket scene. Okay. Yeah, love that song, uh, but awesome '80s new wave stuff nonstop. But I think. Like, is, this feels like someone's trying too hard to write a good story and knowing their gift is not in story. Yeah. Like, um, not a spoiler. The movie ends if, like, you know, she's being interrogated. And then it ends if, like, this pan out on her. She says something cool, swag out. And then you're like, okay, cool. That's the end of the movie. Yeah. Fine. And then it has an additional epilogue. Like, that's, like, another plot twist, by the way. Oh, and then another plot twist, by the way. Yeah. I'm like, why did you do that? I don't don't care.
0: Yeah, it's not necessary. I thought, I honestly did, like, think it was going to end. It was going to be, like, the last thing in the movie is, like, oh, we're going to watch her walk out, and, like, maybe someone, like, tries to accost her in an alley and we get one more, like, little badass, Mm -hmm. like, mini fight. Yeah.
1: I mean, they they even show on the climactic things in the trailer, and I'm like, oh, wait, we didn't see that scene. There's going to be another fight scene. I don't need more. This should have been so much less like all the aesthetics are great all the action scenes the whole stairway fight scene again charlie stern's amazing yeah. Like fucking brilliant brilliant yeah. action sequences but it, it really i'm like don't try to overreach dude you don't need to try and like
0: it was reaching a bit mm-hmm. in parts but all in all it's one of my favorites so far this year quite really? honestly it'll probably make my top 10 okay um, not for a story or anything like that, uh-huh. but just because of how fucking cool it is. I think it's destined to become like a cult classic.
1: Oh, I think absolutely will. I think I don't think, I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna to be, to be as popular
0: it. as uh, John Wick. No. It's the bastard little sister of John Wick and that's how it's I still be love made. her. Yeah, I still love her. Um I, I'm I'm honestly on a point where I'm like, who would win in a fight between the two? I'm like, I don't know. She's pretty fucking cool.
1: Also, what I really like about it is that almost all the action is hand to hand in this. Yeah. There's not that much gun stuff. I think they he made a deliberate choice to not do more John Wick gunfighting. Uh
0: huh. And there was a, a part about like her, uh, being a woman and fighting like dudes who are like way bigger than her. Mm-hmm. She uses the environment more. Yeah. Which is so cool. Like I love seeing her like throw a fucking cast iron pan at some dude's head. It's cool, ass cool. action. Yeah. All the fight scenes just amazing, and like I said, the when the music's on in it, it's really freaking mm-hmm. cool. I, I like it a lot. I would
1: have liked to cut out twenty minutes from it. Okay, and they would have been better That's without fair. it. That you know, for the first like make it a little
0: bit more lean and mean.
1: Yeah, for the first forty-five minutes, you're like, w- wh- what's she doing? Mm-hmm. Where is she going? Why? And don't try to make me care. Just, just either don't do it or streamline it. It's mm-hmm. fine. McAvoy always great. I felt like I eh, could have used more of him.
0: Yeah, I wish he wasn't so villainous. Mm-hmm. He was very charming, though.
1: Yeah, I could tell thing. from the trailer also, even already that it's gonna be all like, oh, but who's the real MacGuffin? And I'm like, yeah, don't, David. It's fine. You don't need to try so His hard. His
0: character was so fun, though.
1: Yeah, and even like, when was he was great. being a
0: bastard, like you, you. Understood his motivations,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but yeah, I think you're right. Cut out a little bit of this movie; and it would have been a much tighter, mm-hmm. like I said, lean and mean.
1: Yeah, it was like you don't need to prove that you can tell a story, dude. What it, depresses like, me about
0: our fucking culture is that this is in a well semi original. It was adapted from a, a, comic, a book. comic book, but something really cool and fresh looking. And what was like number one? At the box office Dunkirk, amazing yes. movie that deserves its place. I haven't 100%. seen it yet. Number two, the fucking emoji movie
1: you know I I think that's just kids who are dragging their parents and if that movie has a life beyond this weekend I will be very very sure. I better shy. have like a
0: huge drop off like, I, I think it's gonna have it a in, like, massive like, drop
1: off I'm sure it's gonna have an enormous drop off like when I
0: first heard they were making the emoji movie I was like are you fucking kidding me like, alright, the Lego movie, okay, fine. And I heard Love that, that and I was like, that's fucking stupid. And then I saw a Lego movie, and I was like, okay, this is fucking This amazing. is great.
1: Visual And then they're well,
0: doing, like, I was even upset, like, Lego Batman, now we gotta build a franchise. That's then fine. Django, I'm like, okay, whatever. Lego That'll Django? Be... What? N- the Ninjas?
1: Oh, yeah, they like... said Django. No, like Ninjas. Isn't that what they're called? They're gonna do Tarantino, like, Lego? Yeah, Tarantino, awesome. yeah
0: Tarantino directs the we next Lego movie.
1: Yeah, it's all a shared universe, anyway.
0: Yeah. So like I was disappointed like when I heard the emoji, I was like, "That is a blatant cash grab." Cash grab. And when I see the trailer, like I'm gonna kill somebody. You no, know, I haven't I, even seen I, the, I trailer. See the trailer.
1: I look, I, I look away every time.
0: Yeah, it's, oh, god damn it. When it was on TV, I would just like get angry and throw shit at my TV.
1: You know I tend to see I'd most of have the a kids' movies.
0: i and watch this. Like, I tend to bullshit. see most
1: of the kids' movies. I saw Trolls. Um, Ugh, that was it was too sweet. Like it was like eating candy for breakfast, and you get nauseated for the rest of the day because you did that.
0: I can usually tell from, like, a trailer, like, what's going to be a halfway decent Anna Kendrick movie.
1: was in it, Ryan. I don't... Was I going to say no to Anna Kendrick? Probably not. And Justin Timberlake? Probably not. Like, if I could be in any threesome in the world, it would be that one. You'd be in a devil's threesome? Oh, sir. Dude, I'd fuck Justin Timberlake in a heartbeat. All right. You like, heard it here first. No problem.
0: And sex and violence I'd let exclusive. him bum me. Hmm. Like he's a
1: very, very cute dude.
0: I know he seemed like a cool dude in alpha dog. Which did you watch Ooh. that
1: yet? Um, I watched the first hour. Thought okay. it was great. Fell asleep. Okay. Yeah.
0: I want to hang out with his character in that. He mm-hmm. Seems like a cool guy.
1: and yeah, poor Charlie. Like if Bartlett. I could just like
0: light a joint with that dude and be like,
1: "This is pretty crazy.
0: This guy stole this kid." I love. I love <clears> how scummy.
1: <throat> what's his face uh, looks in it? The main guy, Em. Oh, Emil Hirsch yeah Jesse he's
0: such a scumbag and it's mm-hmm. really weird because like he was just previously playing like the little nerdy guy who like wanted to get the girl next door
1: yeah also part of what turned me off is that scene where they're really mean to Ben Foster's girlfriend who's a waitress oh yeah and I'm like guys how could you she's a waitress she's a waitress for how dare you mistreat your waitress yeah, it's awful you no know, we should have a segment like that maybe coming up it's Great see, great movies who have scenes where they're un where they're needlessly rude to service industry people. This week in Bad Tippers. Bad Tippers, I like it. Yeah. We'll find a new Bad tipper segment every week.
0: Yeah. We'll, we'll,
1: if you remember Yeah. Let's we'll record it. Keep it in mind.
0: Yeah, we'll record it at work. Like, hey, quick, well, we're not making drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw this movie and they throw shit at the waitress.
1: Those fuckers. Talk about it for three minutes. Hey, waitress friend, what do you make of the scene? Yeah.
0: What do you think? Oh, I, I it don't watch is. movies.
1: That's oh, also probably more okay. like okay. it. they just don't watch movies so final (laughs) thoughts on the talk blonde for you my man
0: um amazing like i said probably going to my top 10 i really dug it it was just super cool i can't wait to uh my 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 biggest thing when i see a movie and my highest review when i walk out of the theater is i can't wait to go buy that yeah and i can't wait to go buy this it's it was a lot of fun i didn't really get the feeling of i can't wait to go buy this for too many movies like, Dunkirk, I didn't really have that feeling. Like, uh, I'll watch it again. Yeah, absolutely. Like, when it comes out, will I buy it? Like, maybe not right away, but if it, you know, comes down five bucks to, like, eighteen ninety nine instead of twenty three ninety nine, mm-hmm. then, you know, I'll probably pick it up. But Atomic like Blonde, it. I will be there that first Tuesday that it comes out. Like,
1: I will seek it out. So, yeah. Loved it a lot. And, yeah, final thoughts on it for you? Um, it was good. Um, I would recommend... Um, it's one of those movies where Danny and I walked out, and it's like, we didn't like this because we're assholes. Mm-hmm. Uh... Nearly anyone would enjoy this movie, and I enjoyed—I would say—a good seventy percent of it. There was a thirty that I was really not in for. Mm-hmm. And, but then, besides that, you know, for me, priority number one is always writing. And if you're not a good writer, keep it simple. Okay. And this movie really, really tried to shoot for the moon and ended up shitting itself when it came mm-hmm. to story. It was still cool, though. It was still it was... very cool. I would I, honestly, this is a movie I would watch with the sound off or just soundtrack. Oh, just soundtrack. Soundtrack okay. only, no dialogue.
0: Yeah, that would be, actually, that would be a much better, be a way to much better system, movie. That would be much better movie. The only person I would want to hear talking is James McAvoy, though, because he has Ooh. some really smarmy shit that he says, which is that, really dude. funny. Like, I
1: love that, dude. He
0: said he shaved his head to blend in, and then the cut is, I shaved my head to blend in! <laughs> I thought it was really funny. It's really cute when they do, like, the switch back and forth, but, yeah. yeah I thought it was fun.
1: Remember I, I wanted? The, ugh.
0: I like the... The comic book's alright. I have a problem with Mark Miller as a writer. Yeah. Um, He's, he's really rapey.
1: I feel like Wanted worked, it but did. Then, I I, I like the comic even. I think the movie the comic the comic
0: works. The yeah. movie I don't think
1: the does. movie no. They used the same Nine Inch Nails song like three times for yeah, some reason, and I, I feel it, like the it, cho- the changes they made kind of killed it for me. Yeah, if you're
0: a fan of the comic and you watch this movie, you're like, what
1: the. F-? fuck this is not the same story no it's the first same first act and the rest of it's like yeah because his best friend's fucking his girlfriend chris pratt by the way yeah chris pratt mm-hmm.
0: mentioned that which is kind of funny go on to better comic book movies yes um yeah that's it for time yeah right? that's
1: all all right
0: uh the other movie i watched that i wanted to bring up since we're going like really heavy like uh female-led movies this it's week. summertime baby yeah um i watched uh like for the first time in a while. Uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Oh, yeah! Uh, 1991, Christina Applegate is your star, and I watched The Last Night with the Wife, and I had a, a thought during it. It's very much like a teen movie. hmm Um, and it has that early 90s kind of feel to it. Like, you know how, like, a lot of the movies look like they're filmed in fucking fog? Yes. Like, it, it looks like that a little bit. It's not directed the best way, but it's got a really fun, like, teen story that you can get behind.
1: What is the plot of it?
0: Um, uh, this, uh this family there's five kids I believe it is and uh, the mother she's like a single mom and she's like you know I've had in the like I'm going away for you know the summer I'm going to Australia I just hired this old woman to like be the babysitter for the summer and the oldest uh, daughter is 17 so she's like this is fucking bullshit so the babysitter comes in she's a really mean crotchety old woman she's like throwing down the law mm-hmm. the first day she's there and all the kids like come to the oldest sister and they're like yo we can't stand this shit you gotta get rid of the bitch so she goes and knocks on his on the, the woman's door. She walks in. Babysitter's dead. So they put her in a trunk. Uh-huh. And they, like, leave her in front of, like, a, a morgue. Okay. And just drive away. And now they're like, shit, like, the money that mom gave her, like, we don't know where she put it. So we're fucking broke. Like, we're kids. Uh, so her and the, the, the oldest brother, who's probably, like, well, he, they, they make mention of him not being a great student, so his age is kind of unconfirmed. But okay. But you think he's kind of, like, equal to the oldest daughter. So, like, 17, 18, maybe that, that sure. range. And, um,
1: I imagine a husky 13-year-old, but, you know. Guess no, no,
0: they're, they're kind of on equal footing. So they're like, uh, one of us has to get a job. So they flip a pizza box uh-huh. for it, which is so 90s. Uh, it's a Mama Celeste, too.
1: Awesome. Excellent
0: product uh, placement. And uh, she loses. She's got to go to work. She ends up, like, bullshitting her way to work in, like, this uh, like uh, fashion design company. Sure. And she's, like, the assistant to this really higher up. And then, shenanigans, she's getting paid. She steals from petty cash to, like, help the family out. And then the ki- all the kids start stealing from petty cash to, like, buy stupid shit. She's really good at what she does. And then, you know, inevitably, inevitably people find out and, you know. But there's also, like, a nice little subplot about her dating uh, a guy that she... The first job she went to get was out of, like, a hot dog shop. Mm-hmm. And she quit the first day. But, like, the guy there who was, like, really nice to her, she starts dating him. And... Uh, My thought with it was it's kind of a deconstruction and like gender reversal of like the nineteen eighties movies where you have the guy chasing the girl because we're following a female lead protagonist through sexy
1: female lead protagonist. Yeah, and it's
0: not even about her being sexy. Like there's nothing pandering about her character at all. Cool. The only pandering part is like that typical like if you're gonna give a woman a job, what are you gonna have her do? You're gonna have her go to work work in New York as either a journalist or a fashion designer. Yep. That's like the biggest thing. So that's like the 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 only part that I had minor quibble with. But it's treated very well. Um, like I said, it, it passes. Uh, I, I'm going to permit, uh, mispronounce this Bechdel test. Bechdel. Bechdel test. Allison it does Bechdel. pass the flying colors. There's numerous like female characters who have good arcs. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the deconstruction and flip of it is that she's you know mostly pursuing him, and he's kind of like background, like a lot of underwritten female characters in like 1980s teen movies are, okay. which I found kind of refreshing. I think you know coming out of the 80s, people wanted something new and fresh. So we're going to have, like, you know, the start of the 90s, we have women who are teenagers and they're sick of, like, what their moms did. You know, we're going to be the new generation of teenagers. Man, Gen X. So it's a very Gen X-y movie, but um, really, uh, it's a really great, like female empowerment movie at the same time
1: i will check it out I've was yeah, meant it's, to it's
0: very cult classicy don't go in expecting gold
1: uh-huh
0: but it's uh i'm it's
1: expecting a... an 80s movie
0: yeah almost like that like my sister and i used to watch it all the time we were kids it was one of the wall movies uh-huh and uh, i still have such a soft spot for it so i i watched it again last night and it was everything i remembered it to be um in a good way awesome so maybe maybe I'll i'll pick that for a a punk yeah, rock at great. some point it's really fun
1: back to the back to 91
0: back to 91 so uh, yeah and the uh, Christina App- Applegate's boss is Eddie I forget the actress's name but she is uh, Eddie Valiant's girlfriend in Roger Rabbit oh that's right and what was the other one I said oh she's uh, Zora in uh, mm-hmm. uh, Blade Runner Zora yeah yeah, I so. didn't realize
1: that. That's kind of wild.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Like I was like, "Holy shit, she's in Blade Runner." I love that movie. I didn't <laughs> notice this. I had to go back and watch now. Blade
1: Runner podcast. Yeah, yeah Blade Runner cast. Wait, what what tin tinfo- foil unicorns?
0: T- yeah, it's
1: mm-hmm. pretty good. That's her name. Ah, I like it.
0: This is this also is now like the Charlize Theron podcast. Yes, because we're just oh, I love you yeah. so much. You she can do more, anything. Man. She's amazing. Yeah, and one of two of my favorite movies of the last five years. What was the other one? Mad Max.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I'm done ranting. She's about it. so good in that movie. She's the best part of the movie for me.
0: Yeah, like, by far. Excellent life. feminist icon. Mm-hmm. As I said before, that movie can operate without Max.
1: Some might say I should have. Mm-hmm. Including me.
0: Oh goodness. I know. So, uh, did you see
1: anything else fun this week or not? Let's see. So, I saw two things, and I think this, like, both of these things are very emblematic of who I am. First one was I saw Valerian last night. Finally, Valerian: The City of a Thousand Planets. What do you think
0: yay or nay or. Um,
1: it's too long.
0: You sound like is this, a, is this a, a resounding
1: meh? It's a very resounding meh. That, okay.
0: uh, is it even like what's the the, the other AV club thing said that like it's colorful, it's fun, but dumb. Do you agree with that assessment, or is it just dumb?
1: No, I think visually and even the action, all great, all fun. It looks great. Like the world building is great, but the number one problem of the movie is that Dane DeHaan, who I think is a great actor, horribly miscast. And I think Cara Delevingne is a terrible actress. And my boy Clive do. He was good. Yeah, he was good. He's Clive Owen. He can go walking like it's embarrassing. This like cutting back and forth between scenes of Cara Delevingne Uh trying to act with Dane DeHaan. She's not originally an
0: actress though, is she? No, she's a model. Model.
1: Um, I made this unpleasant comparison to Daniel. You know, in a porn scene when the girl is not a bad actress, but she's acting, and Uh it's you're like. Uh, stick to your strengths.
0: Yeah, get naked.
1: Yeah, get naked. And it's like it's not like hilarious bad. She just doesn't... Well, we
0: just destroyed all the goodwill of like feminist propaganda we went what? through. What?
1: There are many... Stick to your strengths, get
0: naked, whore.
1: There's, no, I meant there are many very um, good porn actresses out there who I think do very good work. Yeah. Like, I'm a big fa- um Sasha Gray's kind of a moot point these days. Like Dillian Harper. But no, I think that... Airbnb, guys, I think, You just... guys are,
0: I I was just listening to Slow Readers and you guys mm. were talking about porn actresses. Yeah. And I'm surprised that you guys like have like favorites.
1: No, of course you do.
0: I do. You
1: you don't? No. You know, you know, let me bounce that question back to you that I found very funny in LA Confidential episode. Um, are you more of a quick clip guy or you want do you like to get involved in a story in your porn?
0: Hey, dude, variety is the spice of life. Mm. Like I have no like no, like, uh, allegiances to anything. All right. Yeah. Like, I'll, you know, sometimes. Uh, take the uh, the speech from. What is it? Uh, Chasing Amy. Okay. About him looking through his porn books.
1: He turns out to be gay.
0: Yeah, but I'm, <laughs> I'm married and not. Fair. And I'm also not showing this to a fucking, like, eight year old. Like, he yes. is, like, a fucking creep. Yeah.
1: Creepy. Yeah. Give me banky. Yeah. So, variety
0: is the spice of life. Mm-hmm. Quick clips. Sometimes there's a story, yeah. you know, sometimes there's some, uh. You know what? Should I do a, a, a name that I like? Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Which one?
0: Ali Sin.
1: You know, I think I've, I know that name from my DVD days. Yeah. From my working in a sex shop selling porn DVDs. You know
0: what's kind of a, uh, a tie back to Monster? Mm hmm. She's from
1: Florida. Fun. Yeah. I imagine a lot of porn stars are from Florida. Yeah, we
0: said Florida and LA. Mm
1: hmm. That's the place. Did we say that on air? Yes. Yeah. I'm sure it is. Yeah, because no,
0: no one's filming porn in fucking Milwaukee.
1: Oh, I'm sure they are. It's just underground and not big business. Yeah. It's like publishing.
0: Where do you think the least amount of porn is filmed?
1: Alaska. In, a, in the States or in the world?
0: States and world.
1: Probably somewhere in the Middle East. And in the States, probably, like, Alaska. Why Alaska? I don't know. It's removed. I was um, going to say a Bible Belt. But population. then, like, you
0: think, like, a lot of people in the Bible Belt are, like, really, like,
1: there's a lot of people doing like sex tapes. Yeah. Like Versus, I think, like, Alaska is just low population. In it's the Bible cold. Belt, that's
0: where, like, priests get arrested for, like, tapping their toes under stalls. Mmm. You know what I mean?
1: Having a wide stance.
0: Yeah. Like, oh, sorry, I just like <laughs> stretch out when still I leave no, 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 myself. No,
1: no, no, no. Oh, look, a hole! Yeah. Yep. No. Christ be with you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Valerian, um, I still think she's a good actress. I think she's noticeable. She looks like she's trying to act in every scene. She has one scene, which is really good, actually, but it's one scene in a, in what, a 137-minute movie, and Dane DeHaan is, he's supposed to be this cool, roguish hero, and he's still just not, he's doing a Keanu thing the entire time, Yeah. and I feel like if this movie was made in, like, 1994, with, with, Grotier, Keanu? with Keanu and, like, Sandra Bullock, it would have been good, but they would have been a great Valerian and Larlene, but they're just not good.
0: Speed 2 in space. Yes,
1: please. It just wasn't, they just weren't good. Like, it was kind of embarrassing Rihanna's great I always love saying Rihanna she does kind of like some yeah. silly stuff but like there's no that's measure of her that's kills me
0: when you get like R&B artists in a movie because they especially go into horror mm-hmm. and like I don't I'm not really a particular fan of people who aren't like I don't like musicians going into movies as actors yeah even outside of R&B like other I can't think of a, a specific example of other genre but like I remember that was the reason I hated uh, Halloween I believe it was eight who's in it uh, some like there was like two thousand. Was it Brandy? Three, and I'll, I'll look it up quick. Keep going with okay. your assessment.
1: Um, but visually, very enjoyable. Uh, but man, those guys just—they're just not great. No. And it could have been a hundred minutes. It should have been a hundred minutes, but the first like extremely long like like pre-credits, extremely long prologue, and then followed immediately by some of the most like egregious like, expository dialogue I've ever seen in a movie, ever. Like, it's awkward how they do it. Like, imagine that, like, there's a movie about you and me and Ryan, and we walk into uh, we walk into the bar, and I'm like, oh, hey, Ryan Snyder, my friend for eight months. Remember when I got hired here eight months ago and I got stuck we to another job before that because I learned i a bartender because I've been a bartender for many years? And you're like, oh, yeah, me too. It's good to know that because I was also a bartender for so many years, and before that, I worked in a hotel. And, you know, like, here's a picture of my wife. remember because i married. It's embarrassing how, like, this expository dialogue all comes pouring out. You're like, eww, you could be doing this all in, like, action, guys. It comes back to Dread, we were talking about earlier at the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that movie is effortless in its exp- exposition, and it's throwing you in a well-built world that people are familiar with, and doesn't waste any fucking time. Mm. And this movie was just, like, bloated. Like, bloated and fat. Who's the
0: actress? Uh, it was Buster Rhymes.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: And uh, what's we got here? Tyra Banks. Sure. I know, like, not the a model stick to your fucking guns.
1: <laughs> yeah. I feel like she's good in like uh, Cara Delevingne is fine in Paper Towns because she's not in the movie more or less. I That was
0: a less than stellar adaptation of uh, John Green. John, Gr- John um, Green. It's fine.
1: I thought that she she didn't have much to do as Margot Rothspiegelman, but she, she was fine. What a name. Yeah, great name. Great name, John John Green.
0: That's a really specific...
1: Yeah, Margaret Roth's big one, Love it. And so Valerian, a C- at best. Yeah. It passes, but it's just kind of meh. Like, I will never see this movie again. It was...
0: It's disappointing. I thought about maybe go seeing it off of the, the AV club.
1: Like, yeah. Yeah, dumb, but fun. Um, if you are really bored and drunk one night and you want something pretty to look at while it's streaming on Netflix, put it on until you get tired of it. And you might not get tired of it. But being in the vacuum of the movie theater, it was I'm, excruciating.
0: I'm not like a, a huge diehard fan of the director.
1: Lionel Leonardo, Luc Poussin?
0: He's all right. Like, I like Fifth Element and yeah. I like Leon, the professional, yeah. but like, that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, I mean, what else is there you want to on onto? Taxi? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that's purely me, besides French adventure film, is I saw a classic Criterion called Tampopo. It is a Western film taking place in Japan, except it's about um fixing a ramen shop and it's all about uh cooking and food. Oh. So it's an awesome, charming food corny movie. A nineteen eighty five? Eighty five
0: Japanese ramen movie.
1: Yes. Um it's about, you know Do the
0: Japanese do uh cleanup montages?
1: Yeah, well sort of. Cool. But it's a very charming movie about two guys, like basically cowboys, come into town. They stop at a ramen shop, and there's like a poor widow who runs the ramen shop, and they kind of help her build it back up against the bad guys. And intercut in between that are weird vignettes, like funny little food scenes, like. To uh, so be a
0: ramen western.
1: Yeah, basically that's what they call it. It's a ramen western. It's not a spaghetti western. I think that's a joke. I guess. Yeah. But um, you know, just funny little vignettes. But um, my one major problem with it is a cultural one. For mm-hmm. me, anyway. There is probably no sound in the world I hate more than noodle sloop. Like, nurtle slooping? Noodle slurping. Oh. I hate it. That? No, I, I fucking hate the sound of chewing. I hate the sound of slurping. I hate the sound of soup hitting your mouth. If you can't eat, and, eat in total silence, I don't want to eat with you. It makes me want to punch you in the fucking heart. Wow. I, I hate the sound of noodle My slurping. My sister's like
0: that. There's some weird... Uh, I read an article. There's some weird psychological thing about that. Mm-hmm. About certain people, with it. yeah. It, I think like it, it, like you were forced to like sit at the table, and like oh, finish your meal or something. Yeah, that That's definitely like happened
1: part of it. But beyond that, so and also weirdly, in Japanese culture, if you don't slurp, you're considered rude. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I would love to hear, like, listeners, if you have any idea why this is the case. I'd love to find out because I love ramen. I love it, and I love food movies, and I love soup, and I love stories about it but oh my god I hate the sound of noodles. slurping I hate it the whole fucking movie is noodles slurping and I it drove me insane great Shit. movie though check out okay. Tampopo it's currently a Criterion release if um you're lucky the Criterion oh I forgot, forgot to buy that movie fuck oh it's over yeah I think so the end June, I, I don't August. have
0: any money right now I was, I was like oh, god damn it I really want to do this but why do you have to have the sale in the summer how happens is November again yeah, that's when I'll be making more dough mm-hmm. stacks again
1: once the uh, bar gets busier. Yeah, but yeah. Music fest is coming. Oh. <laughs> so um, that's about it. Uh, anything else you wanna address, Ryan? Uh.
0: What's next? Uh, what's next? Uh, we might have a guest next. We might week. have a guest, or it if might be not, my then pick. it's to you for a violence pick. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, that's about it. We're back to formatting. Um, we might do the marathon soon again.
2: Yeah.
0: So. Yeah, we'll try and get on that. Alright, cool. Um, do some plug-in? Yeah, where can the uh, listeners find you?
1: Listeners, you can find me at GMARA number four serious on the Twitter, Tumble Drive Five Wise on Instagram, and both of them will take you to my Tumblr, which is short fiction, nonsense, payable photographs, cocktail recipes at Mara number four Serious dot dot com. You can also follow this show on Instagram at Sex and Violence Pod. So follow that. Um subscribe to our shows and write reviews, please. We need your reviews. Besides that, um, I am now officially an associate producer contributing to Auto Radio. So um, listen to that. There's a lot of cool stuff. All the apps, Auto Radio. We have some fun stuff coming up for you. Book commentaries, interesting clips like that.
0: Ryan! Uh, you can find me on the Twitters at SNV Podcast. That's S as in Sid, and as in Nancy, V as in Violence Podcast. Love it. Uh, as far as the Instagrams, you can find me at Tango Like Cash. Because who doesn't love tango and cash? Mm-hmm. Um, you will find the occasional picture of cocktails that I do, and probably food that I'm eating because I'm going to be a douchebag. Hell yeah! So I've realized I put one picture up, and like that's all people do on Instagram. It's like, look what I'm doing! It's Facebook with pictures, so it's a little bit easier. But
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I gotta learn how to use my hashtags a little bit more.
1: Yeah. I'm um, just think of anything someone might be searching. Think for vanity's sake. Yeah. Like people, like some, uh, Whenever I post something about books, it's always hashtag book, hashtag books, hashtag bookstagram, hashtag bookshelf, mm. and that's where I get a lot of followers. People just being like, oh, I looked up. It'll it'll make them. will sh- make your post show up in their explore function. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. I wonder who. It seems so foreign to me that people would just search on instagram you know
1: it's something they might not but it might be that clear that say that all you post are books so the explore function will capture as many random posts that also feature books and put it there for you oh cool uh, i don't know how many people are actually searching books hashtag but you can if you want to you're some kind of fucking pervert oh all right well Fun. Yeah.
0: All right, so that's... oh. Uh, one last thing. If you are in the Bethlehem, Pennsylvania area, you can find Gabriel and myself every Friday and Saturday night at the bookstore Speakeasy, 336 Adams Street, Bethlehem, PA, 18018. Come on down. Come on down. If you have proof that you've given us a five-star review and a nice little blurb, you get a free cocktail.
1: Or come on in. We'll buy Sit you one. down, show us that you're about to do it, send it, and we'll buy you a drink. Yeah, buy you a drink. Anything you want.
0: Drop a challenge to us. You like... You like tequila and whiskey
1: together, we can
0: do it. We'll find a way. I'd probably not want to, but we can I'll do it. it. We can do it.
1: What would you do if it's tequila whiskey combo? Ooh.
0: That's something for mm, that might be that'd
1: be cool split base. Yeah. Repo repo and rye?
0: Repo well, no, I wouldn't do rye.
1: No? Repo no. and bourbon?
0: Repo Woodford.
1: Oh, that might be nice. We're never not working, people. Yeah,
0: always working. So uh yeah, that's it right. for this week for sex and violence. I've been
1: Ryan Snyder. I will always be Gabriel Mara. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. See ya.